This is Barely Legal. Hey there, I'm Eva Eben. And I'm Barry Sedona. And on today's episode of Barely Legal, we're going to be talking about a case called Cruz v. Arizona. And the decision's not out yet, so it's sort of still in the works. And it's interesting. So we'll just give you the background. Mm -hmm. So in 2003, um, John Cruz shot a Tucson police officer. And under Arizona law, his state, he could either be given death or life in prison without the possibility of parole. In his initial sentencing, the judge denied his counsel's request to inform the jury that if they were to refrain from giving him the death penalty, he would not be up for parole, which is very important because, of course, it could change their decision um, significantly. So the fact that if they were to give him life in prison, there would be no possibility of him Mm -hmm. leaving that prison for parole at all. And like, that's a significant thing, and I think that's relevant for sure. Definitely. And the jury foreman, I think, I was reading, he even said later that many of the jurors wanted a reason to be lenient, but they weren't given an option to vote for life in prison without the possibility of parole. So to them, it was either give him capital punishment, give him death, or, you know, allow him to pose a danger to our community in the future after 25 years if he's up for parole. So yeah, um, that was the issue there. And the reason that this is an even bigger problem is because in the Arizona Rule of Criminal Procedure, (laughs) 32.1, if you want specifics, if there has been a significant change in the law since the ruling, a person can file to overturn their sentence. Mm -hmm. And this is what Cruz actually is doing, is he is filing to overturn because of the application of a case called Simmons v. South Carolina. Yeah, so Simmons v. South Carolina decided that when a jury is debating a defendant's future dangerousness, they must be informed about that defendant's eligibility for parole. It's just, it's it comes under due process of the law, is, mm-hmm. and it's also part of the defendant's constitutional rights to have a fair trial and give the jury all the information before they make their decisions. Um, so the application of that law has been kind of finicky in Arizona. Yeah. For sure. Um, and the Arizona Supreme Court actually refused to apply Simmons to capital defendants in Arizona. They sort of worked around it, yeah. so to speak. And the Supreme Court, actual Supreme Court, corrected this in another case called Lynch v. Arizona. And, you know, they, they said for sure, like, in all states, juries must be informed regardless of state laws, just because federal laws, right? Yeah. And the jury must be informed of whether or not someone mm-hmm. is eligible for parole yeah. through Lynch v. Arizona. and. So Cruz's final sentencing happened in between Simmons and Lynch. It's a very odd, like, transitionary stage. Yeah. Poor luck. Um, which is why once he filed for, under the law of criminal procedure, filed to say my sentencing should be overturned. Mm-hmm. Um, but the law doesn't work retroactively, which is interesting. Yeah. And I think the other thing is also that um, – Arizona argues that Simmons had already been in place. All they did differently was apply it differently. differently. And there hadn't been really necessarily to fit the wording. There hadn't been necessarily a significant change in the law. It's mm-hmm. just a change in the application, application of the law. Oh, I, and I think I was, we were listening to the oral arguments earlier. And I mean, that just seems a very, I, I, they called it a hair splitting distinction, mm-hmm. you know, between application 
than the law itself. Yeah, definitely. And I think also it undermines if Arizona wins, I think we were talking about this, it will definitely under undermine federal superiority for over sure. state governments because it's saying that this decision that was made in Simmons v. South Carolina is not applicable to us because we're a special state. Like, yeah. Um, and same with the decision in Lynch, it, it would not necessarily overturn that, but it would definitely I mean, I think undermine. I agree. I also think, is it a constitutional issue? Like the sense of like the supremacy clause and like federal laws, federal decisions take precedence mm-hmm. over state ones. And I think it'll do, if, it, if, Arizona, if Arizona does win, I wonder what it would do to just general, like every single state and how they apply federal yeah, laws, federal decisions, because federal precedents. not counting this as a significant change in the law, then what is? And could mm-hmm. any other, if another state has a similar process, aren't we, you know, risking the fact that more people will be deprived of their due process rights, you know? Yeah. And we were talking about like what we think could happen, like what the court will do and I think we both agreed that they're likely to rule in Cruz's favor. Yeah. From our understanding. I mean, of course, like, we can't ever say for sure. Yeah. But I think that, like, from the oral arguments, from what we were hearing, it seems as though the court is on Cruz's side mm-hmm. and um, believes that the law did justify him, you know, filing so, for an overconviction. Yeah. Yeah. Relief. So the court's decision will have a direct impact on, I think, about 30 people in Arizona who, who were sentenced to death by juries mm-hmm. that didn't get to learn that they were parole ineligible. Yeah. So and I think, I mean, to me, it's like, that's extremely significant. Like, I don't, it seems yeah, very cut and dry to me. You know, and I think that's a, mm-hmm. I think it's very significant, like you were saying, because if a jury knows that someone's ineligible for parole. That changes everything. That changes everything because Absolutely. a lot of what juries fear is this person, you know, should they be out in the public, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, or should they be allowed to remain in society as they are yeah. right now, which is what they might think parole will do is let them out. Mm-hmm. But if someone's ineligible for parole, then they don't get that chance. Yeah. You know? And I think... In this case, as I mentioned earlier, the foreman of the jury said, like, they didn't really, they don't want to kill him. They just didn't want him to pose a danger. Yeah. So, I, and I think that knowledge would have changed the outcome. I would go, like, and I think a lot of people on the jury were saying that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it seems pretty cut and dry to me, but I think it's an interesting case. And we'll probably do an episode on the results when it's decided. Um, so thank you for tuning in. I think yes. that's all we have for today. And I think we mentioned last episode about changing our name and we wanted to let you guys know that a name change is coming and it'll be starting next year Mm -hmm. all right thank you guys thank you so much see See you in two weeks weeks.